0: Hi there, my words by winter people. It is your host, Allison McGee, coming to you today from Southern California, where I just hiked the trails, the wilderness trails, the canyons, in the sunshine. Straight up the vertical water tank, continue on to Bomber, take a ride onto Laguna Ridge, creep down the vertical end of Laguna Ridge, past the bleacher seating and the tennis courts, stop to fold up the hiking poles and then walk back home, which is itself a hike. Now, when I say vertical, I don't mean actually vertical. I'm not a rock climber. I just mean that it feels vertical, especially going down, which is my least favorite part of hiking. Notice that I said least favorite instead of most hated. (laughs) That's what we here at Words by Winter refer to as the power of positive thinking. Today's poem has lived in my heart ever since I first read it in the poet G.E. Patterson's first book, Tug. It's a poem that brings me the same kind of calm and peace that I feel when I look at a sculpture or a painting of St. Francis of Assisi. I'm not Catholic, and I don't know much about any of the saints, but St. Francis is the one who draws the animals to him. And he cares for them and feeds them. And so on those grounds alone, I love him. Here's a question for you. When you think about The people you most love, how do they come to you? Maybe the animals you most love too. Is it in voice or looks or scent or touch? Is there a certain feel when you say their name or picture them? With me, it's often touch, specific memories sometimes. I'm thinking right now about one of my children, how she almost couldn't fall asleep unless she was touching me. This is the same baby who, like her brother before, her, (laughs) refused to drink from a bottle. I'm talking my milk from a bottle, ever. They never drank from bottles. So on the two days a week she went to daycare, she drank nothing until I picked her up and we walked back home. She wasn't loud or demanding about the no bottle thing. She'd just close her mouth, silently turn her head away. And when she needed to sleep, it was much easier for her. For all of us. (laughs) If I lay down next to her so some small part of our bodies were touching. A hand, an arm. I used to regulate my own breathing to a slow, calm rhythm. And eventually hers would match it. And then, she'd drift into sleep. When I remember those days, I remember G.E. Patterson's poem. And I also remember my old friend, beloved old friend, Garvin Wall, who on his first time out of New York City in 37 years, flew to Minneapolis to visit me and my children. Garvin and I began our friendship long, long ago as pen pals. He had read a short story of mine, and he wrote to me. And I wrote back. And he wrote back, and I wrote back. (laughs) And eventually, over the decades, he became a fixture in our lives. At the very end of his life, he told me that he thought of himself as my adoptive father, and me as the daughter he had never had, something that still makes me tear up. On that visit to Minneapolis, Garvin and I were talking late at night, he was in the night owl, at my small kitchen table. He looked old, he was old, and tired, and reflective. And it came to me that in the entirety of his very, very shy life, he had maybe never held a girl's hand, maybe never held anyone's hand. So I reached across the table, and picked up his hand and held it. Oh my Garvin, I miss him. And here is the poem for you. The Saint's First Wife Said, by G.E. Patterson. I woke to your face not looking at me, but on the bird that settled on your wrist, lured by food. Its trust, for once, was rewarded. You offered the bird everything you had. I remember. That is how it began with us. You held out your hand. I took it. Can I tell you just one more thing? And yes, I do know I should have said may instead of can just now, but has been made abundantly clear here on our little podcast. (sighs) Rules were made to be broken. So let me tell you about Paco, who's sitting right here on my lap as I record this. Paco, my beloved dog, is a nickname for Francisco, Francis, and even though Paco, to be honest, would be far more likely to hunt, kill, and devour a small animal. (laughs) Oh. Trust me, it's true. I love that his name, too, brings us back to St. Francis in this poem. And there we have it, my friends. That is it for today's show. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might. Give us a good rating if you can figure out how to do so, and if you're so inclined. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parise. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. Artwork by Mark Gary. Today's poem, The Saint's First Wife Said, by poet, critic, translator, and public artist G.E. Patterson, is from his first collection, Tug, which won the Minnesota Book Award, and is featured here with kind permission of the poet. Words by Winter is created, hosted, written, produced, everything by me, writer Alison McGee. Tell me what you're going through. And I'll go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through the way that poems have been helping me since I was a little girl. Send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com, or just drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information about me, my books, and the classes I teach online, go to alisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter. Conversations, reflections, poems about the passages of life. Because it's rough out there, my friends, we have to help each other through.